0: Warning, the following podcast contains coarse language and spoilers for the film and the title of the podcast.
1: Now playing. Oh, shit, I don't have
0: an answer for this question. (laughs) You came (laughs) up with this question! Movie Reviews in 20 Qs. Higher, fervor, faster, together. Hello, you goddamn fantastic people, and welcome to the podcast. Movie Reviews... Twenty Qs, the show where we review a movie by asking 20 weird and wonderful questions about it my name is sam and i am joined this week by for the second time in like two podcasts Stacey, how are you <laughs> i'm great i'm super excited to be here oh you must be because you hate doing podcasts but yet when i suggested this to you you were like oh yeah i'll totally talk about that yeah First movie outing for both of us in a while, right? Saw it on separate nights. Yes.
1: I think, actually, that might have been one of the m- more exciting elements <laughs> about
0: the movie. <laughs> getting out of the fucking house. Getting like, away from I don't my kids.
1: fuck what this movie is. I was so fucking happy to be here.
0: <laughs> what, it's only an hour 40? Not long enough. I need three days of Marvel movie. <laughs> Stick it in my phone. Now, you know how I feel. As someone who binges these series, or these movie series, now you know how I feel. Uh, but yeah, as, as mentioned, we are talking about the new Marvel film, The Marvels, has a score of 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb, has a score of 62% on Rotten Tomatoes, fairly middling, uh, audience score of 84%, which is quite surprising, given that most of the internet is ablaze with how this film is about to tank. It's had the lowest box office opening of any Marvel film ever. Uh, it's shit. Ooh. Everyone had, Most neckbeards absolutely hate Brie Larson, so they're gleefully watching this and saying about how this <laughs> is one of the best worst movies ever. It's funny because these are the same people. They actually did a, a survey to see the people that were going to see it. More males per hundred were going to see this movie than were going to see Top Gun.
1: Why? <laughs> exactly. Just so they could take the piss out of it.
0: Probably... Mm. don't quote me on that this, this is just shit i've read on twitter but anyway <laughs> anyway, if you haven't heard this podcast before well no wait last one out here has to give a plot what is the plot of the film the marvels stacy <laughs> do, 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 do. do you want me to do it yes okay fine i'll happily do it stacy uh this is obviously as we mentioned one of the latest marvel films the film sort of revolves around Zuri Ashton's character, Ben, who witnessed Halar get destroyed by Captain Marvel after the original Captain Marvel films. And then halar has been going through several civil wars and she's decided to extract revenge on Captain Marvel by destroying a whole bunch of planets that mean something to her. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, uh, the three main leads, Ms. Marvel, Captain Marvel, and Photon Spectrum the original Captain Marvel whatever you want to call her, uh, Captain Rambo, we'll just call her that, have somehow managed to get themselves into a massive hijink where they swap powers every time they use their powers simultaneously. Mm. So they have to come together and form a team to take down Ben before she destroys all these planets that mean something to Captain Marvel.
1: Mm-hmm. Including
0: Earth. Including Which means Earth.
1: Something to all of us.
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> well. <laughs> well, some people. Anyway, if you haven't heard this podcast before, what we do is we review a movie by asking 20 questions about it. We normally start with 10 that can be applied to any film, then move through three personal questions that we thought of while watching this film. But I let Stacey take control no <laughs> Stacey offered to take control of the questions and what Stacey's done is she's put together 20 questions 4 personal questions each which are completely out of fucking order and she's also checked a personal <laughs> question halfway through the 10 that being applied to any film so Stacey you can lead us off it's your podcast this time take us away wow why not okay Sam why don't you kick us off with
1: a compliment sandwich
0: <laughs> I am going to give us a compliment sandwich
1: oh phew
0: I am. I actually am going to give this compliment sandwich. The first good thing for me is, we can't deny, there's a really good chemistry amongst the leads. But the main one for me, Iman Valani, is Ms. Marvel. You, really? Oh, I, I loved her in this. Like this wide-eyed, optimistic, fangirl, all that sort of stuff. I thought that was amazing, but I think the best thing that they did with her was that when Captain Marvel turned out to be kind of like this neurotic slash nowhere near as you know godly in her eyes character that she was where she was obviously you know broken and fragile and had her own insecurities rather than it just degenerate into what would typically happen if a man wrote this where ms marvel's like oh i but i wanted you to be better she actually supports her and helps her and is there for her and like boosts her along you know like sisterhood woman power sure it's all that sort of stuff but it like it can tell that it's been written by a woman that a woman would be like yeah we boost each other up we don't fucking, you know, turn into these emotional wrecks when we see one of our friends go down or when somebody doesn't live up to our expectations. So I like that. Uh, my bad thing. I've got a ton of bad things and I'll probably talk about them. It's <laughs> a the... big
1: compliment. There's a,
0: there's a lot. There's a lot. Um, there's a lot. The, the one for me was there's too many undercooked elements in this. There's too much stuff that if you aren't as familiar with the MCU as I am, I think people would have really struggled.
1: Either struggled or just totally lost over, like, totally missed stuff.
0: Yeah, because, like, conversations that they're having about what their powers do and represent and, like, you know, who these people are, you know, Ms. Marvel being the saviour of Jersey City, most people be like, what does that mean?
1: Yeah. yeah, I totally was. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I haven't watched a TV series. Sure, that's obviously what she did.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, But at least you took it on, which is kind of good. Like, for me, when we got our first introduction to Spider-Man – we didn't get him being bitten by a radioactive spider and all that sort of stuff because everybody knows that story, but no one knows the Monica Rambeau story. No one knows the Ms. Marvel story. Sorry, people do. Not a lot of people know. The vast so majority of people been don't know.
1: Slightly more expanded upon without hitting you over the head with it.
0: That and like some of the emotional scenes could have been done a little bit better. Mm. Final good thing: action scenes. Really enjoyed them when they. Lent into the body swapping or teleportation or changing, whatever you want to call it. That was amazing. Really enjoyable.
1: I'm surprised to hear you say that, actually. I thought that might have been annoying for you.
0: Here's the thing. I went in with really low expectations because I saw the trailer. I saw the CGI and I thought, this is going to be a mess. Mm. But they executed it awesomely. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they might have played around with the rules a little bit in terms of, like, it's while they're using their powers simultaneously and, of course, me being me, I'm now watching it, seeing Captain Marvel flying and thinking she's using her powers right now. Does this really mean that the other two aren't using them at all right now? You know, there's stuff like that that sort of made me go, hmm, but still. is um, a square out of 10,000 flurkins, mm, flurken eggs, <laughs> 6,112. 8 out of 10 enjoyment, 4 out of 10 filmmaking gives me an average of 6. <laughs>
1: Okay. Well, yeah, I enjoyed this film as well. I mean, okay, it's not the best Marvel film I've ever seen. What is? I I knew you were going to say then. I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) i was just waiting for you to go, is Dark Knight a Marvel movie? (laughs) (laughs) No.
1: My first good thing is I really enjoyed... Yeah, I really enjoyed meeting the characters of Kamala Khan and Monica Rambeau. Because yeah. like you say, they have featured lightly in previous things that we have may or may not have watched.
0: Well, one's had a whole TV series about it. That's not really lightly. <laughs> okay. If you mean light as they're using light powers, then yes, they have been lightly. in. <laughs> Um, Monica, for sure, like we didn't even really get fuck all of a taste of what she was up to at the end of one division. We just saw her turning into a glow,
1: yeah, exactly, yeah, and so it was really good to be introduced to those characters. My bad thing was the villain. I just found her so annoying, yeah she was just like a really grouchy, growly woman and like okay sure she obviously had reason to be but it was like no one around her was supporting her she was single-handedly running this entire planet atmosphere everything she was in charge of getting resources for this entire planet it just didn't really make sense
0: you know that's tom hiddleston's missus no no even did i until i just looked at her <laughs>
1: top quality preparation (laughs) that is curious and my final good thing is that i just really enjoyed it and you know what made (laughs) made me stacy's back baby (laughs) you know what made me two elements that made me enjoy it on top of the movie itself one is that yes as we previously mentioned i was out of the house No kids around me eating some popcorn and enjoying my life. And the second thing is knowing that there were all these, like, neckbeards out there.
0: Raging.
1: Raging about this movie. I was like, oh, my God, this is just so glorious. I'm so pleased you're getting upset about this frivolous, fun movie that's just supposed to be enjoyed and forgotten about. Not to be
0: raged against.
1: It's. (laughs) It's like, what is wrong with this planet if there are people on it like that?
0: Well, you've got a question about it later, but I'll elaborate <laughs> yeah, on that, obviously. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Cool. So I will actually give this a score of 7,542.
0: That's, a, lot of fluk- that's a fuckload of flukins. Mm, it is. That's a, a flock lot. of flukins right there. It is a big flock. Okay, question two. You have, what the f- Oh, I love you. At what point should the music, should the movie have turned into a musical, Stacey?
1: Well, this was in here from our last podcast, and I thought that it was actually quite pertinent because the movie does turn into a musical. Exactly. But I just wanted to know whether you thought it should have been a different, earlier or later or well, not at all, maybe.
0: <laughs> at what point in the movie Jaws should the characters have gone on a boat? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Exactly. Um, this is going to be weird for people that know me well. I don't enjoy a musical scene in a movie. That no, is inexplicably especially, there,
1: especially a dance
0: scene. Yes, a dance music, whatever that sort of musical, What the fuck? Um, the, the worst, the worst proprietor of this, the worst offender of this for me is Five Hundred Days of Summer, which up until that point <laughs> was probably one of my favourite movies I'd seen in a long time. And then he just randomly bursts into song and dance after he has sex. I'm like, Oh, I get it. But serious, you know, they just overdid it. This, I actually really enjoyed it. (laughs) He enjoyed the musical element. Yeah. Oh, I, Similar to the box office in America right now, I was the only person at a special preview screening in the recliner seats, <laughs> like the, the special seats, of which is about 50 to 100. Yeah. And I was like, so I could, you know, mumble to myself about the movie. And when the musical scene happened, I went, oh, fuck off. And then I was like, actually, no, I'm in. This is, this is kind of cool. So that's the point. It should have gone into a musical scene, and I enjoyed it.
1: You know, <laughs> so you agreed with the uh, writing of the movie.
0: That part, yes.
1: The the um what I liked about that scene is that Captain Marvel was like playing it down as well. She's like, mm, okay, guys, this is going to be a bit weird, you know. Yeah. She was like, even going, okay, just ignore all this <laughs> kind of
0: vibe. Like it's weird and it's out there, but this is a movie about interdimensional space creatures and all this other shit. I mean, like, is it really that weird? You know, yeah, it should be weirder. It should, it, yes. it should be weirder, yes.
1: People should be absolutely freaking out that pe- that they ripped a hole in space and time.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And nobody's really batting an island.
0: People that talk in music, <laughs> who cares? Yeah. Who gives a shit?
1: Exactly, that should be expected. Yeah, This is like Star Wars. This should be like Star Wars on steroids. Like, exactly. It should be like majorly amped up.
0: Uh, it was one of the biggest criticisms about Doctor Strange, multiverse of Madness, was like they didn't go weird enough. You know, mm. everything everywhere all at once came out, went super fucking weird. Mm. And then it was like, that's what these should be doing with multiverses and alternate dimensions. New planets that sing songs, sure. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talk and by singing, whatever. Yeah.
1: In variations, like variants, like a slight variation on a character. Yeah. It's like, you need to have like massive variations on characters. Yeah. It could have even turned into a musical in the opening um, scene in Kamala Khan's living room when her parents were standing there and her brother, is that her brother? Yeah. Why why were they not freaking out more, by the way, when their whole entire house is getting ripped apart by different characters just appearing from nowhere?
0: They are kind of living in a universe where aliens came in and destroyed most of New York, so...
1: Okay, so they're used to it. Right, okay,
0: right. (laughs) Pretty (laughs) much.
1: So it could have easily turned into a musical right from the start.
0: Agreed, yeah. Okay, question three.
1: What movie? Oh, this is a Patreon question. It's from Emily of the Tasteless Podcast. Yep, and we should all know by now what Emily does. Yes, <laughs> do <I>?
0: we'll leave <laughs> if it at you, that. I if know, you, I know if if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to well, she was on last week's episode. We all know oh, exactly
1: we do. So Emily would like to know what movie would you pair with this as a double feature?
0: Uh, this is quite comedy centric, but I want to go with a pure comedy that features the lovely Miss Brie Larson. I want to go Twenty One Jump Street. <laughs> I love 21 Jump Street. I think it's amazing. It's going to be discussed later.
1: Okay. Yes. I find that very interesting because you're not really a. You say you're not a Brie Larson fan, but I think you actually are.
0: Nellie Portman's still number one, but she's great.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. I am going to pair with this a, a. Make this a double feature with a movie I haven't seen before which which might sound weird yes it does sound really weird (laughs) but I feel like I I never saw the last Doctor Strange movie the multiverse movie so I feel like just to extend my time at the cinema a little bit longer and (laughs) and be in the same kind of vibe it might have been a good idea for me to watch that back to back
0: I thought you would have picked Guardians of the Galaxy because you haven't seen that yet either. number three And that's two and a half hours. So that's even more time. Okay, yeah. I'll
1: definitely. Okay. I'll I'll go for the longer one. Yeah. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I love you. Uh, Question number four What flavour pizza is this movie?
1: This has got to be like a supreme pizza. It's got to have everything on it, plus some things you don't want on it. Like, (laughs) I'm just visualising some like weird little purple space bugs or something, you know, from some out of like what we've discussed some planet that we've never heard of where that's quite a normal thing to eat
0: <laughs> for me it was like one of those pizzas that you buy at the supermarket and then you bring home and you chuck in the oven and you eat and you go oh i really should have ordered like some something better like i really should have like got a pizza from a pizzeria maybe maybe you've brought it home and you've like taken a bite and you're going mm. It's not really for me. And then you've added like a little bit of hot sauce or like some sort of seasoning to it. You're like, oh, it's okay. It's all right. You know? Yeah. But it's like, it's not fulfilling. You know? It's not great. You hear that supermarket pizzas? Fuck you.
1: Yet. We have had frozen supermarket pizzas for Christmas dinner before and thoroughly,
0: thoroughly enjoyed it. You know how there's some shit that you always say to me, whatever you do, don't talk about that on a podcast. (laughs) I don't want people knowing how fucking budget oh, we... cut that. It's not getting cut. That's staying in forever. Uh, it was
1: a COVID um, isolation, people. A COVID isolation pizza. It was a, a, cho- it was a choice. <laughs>
0: it was. It was a what else do we have to cook on Christmas Day? We've been <laughs> isolated in the house due to a COVID scare. Good times. Question number five.
1: Is what quote from this film would be the worst to hear immediately after having sex?
0: Stop running and let the kittens ah! eat you. You will be fine. <laughs>
1: that is mine. That's going to be the weirdest quote in the entire movie.
0: Okay, hey, first of all, how did I get in Emily-, Emily Higgins' house? <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing in there? <laughs> Stop running and let the kittens eat you. You will be fine. <laughs> no. <laughs> Higher, fervor, faster, together would probably be quite demoralizing to me as well. Like, higher, fervor, faster, together is kind of like saying you've just just given me. Yeah, just be better. (laughs) Just be better. Together. Do you get it? Together. (laughs) Not shorter, quicker, premature. (laughs) Alone. (laughs) Okay, so question number six is not a question that could be applied to any film. It's a question that Stacey's added because she's got too many personal questions. (laughs) So what is one key difference about your life in an alternate reality? So we see Monica Rambeau in an alternate reality and we discover that her mum became Captain Marvel. Or binary, which is, um, shout out to all the comic nerds, they know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do not know what you're talking about.
1: I'm it's looking at Sam. It's so weird.
0: It's a, it's a name that Captain Marvel, right. Ms. Marvel, Carol Danvers had at one point. She was called Binary.
1: What prompted me to ask this question was, imagine being in Monica's shoes, meeting your mum in an alternate reality, and she doesn't know about you. Hence, you obviously weren't born in that reality, and there you are.
0: And then a giant <laughs> blue fairy dude goes walking past you in a lab coat. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> um, yes, well, you know, there is probably an alternate universe where I married someone interesting and didn't have to record podcasts. Hey, what the fuck? The- <laughs> we here when I'm really tired, and want to go to bed. <laughs> I was just reading my what the hey? can you repeat that? <laughs> no. I was reading my answers. What? Well, I was just saying that maybe there's No, no actually an alternate- don't repeat. It. I don't, I don't
0: fucking want to know. I was taking the piss. I, I heard you clear. I heard you loud and clear. Um, yeah, I imagine there's an alternate reality where I have a full head of hair, I'm tall, I hate KFC, I prefer DC over Marvel, and I don't jacket five times a day.
1: <laughs> that is the opposite reality. Correct. Okay, Sam, question seven. What was the biggest load of BS in this movie?
0: Can we talk about the Khan family? Why are they going to space? Yeah, what, I don't know. What's prompted Nick Fury, one of the smartest people in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, or, you know, most tactically minded people in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, to think, hey, I know, I'm going to take this girl's parents to space.
1: Maybe they were getting her house fixed up and they just couldn't find
0: any alternative accommodation. Yeah, well, let's talk about that. <laughs> because what the hell are the Khans now doing leaving Jersey to move into a house in Louisiana? Yeah, my, their house was... Were they p- moving in there? That's, that was my question. Where, yeah, yes, their house got wrecked. That sure. was
1: ambiguous, but surely they could have had the house remodelled in, in the time.
0: Yeah, but we, we even saw in the Ms. Marvel TV series that they're quite well beloved in the community like they're gonna have friends that they can go stay with or something like that but like we see them we see them helping somebody move into that house which you sort of suspect is kamala and the family because then the mum says you know this is a really good place to raise a kid what the hell is going on here what are these khan's up to give me a movie from their perspective i bet you it'll be fucking hilarious Mm. Man, I sound so negative about this movie that I actually (laughs) enjoy (laughs) it.
1: I don't know if that was the biggest load of BS in this movie. Um, Okay, so this this is a problem that we have in many movies where there's multiple heroes against one villain. Yeah. Like... How does that even happen? How is that an issue for them? How is that an issue for these three heroes who can all harness the power of light in different ways that they can't defeat this villain much sooner?
0: Yeah, so that was one of my biggest concerns with, and, and with she, the film as well as like the like we've seen how powerful Captain Marvel is. Yeah, like Thanos headbutts her and she shrugs it off like that's nice. <laughs> like, before before this woman gets the bracelet, she should have taken her out. Like, she should have snapped her neck in second.
1: Yeah, exactly. And she's only got one bracelet. Surely that one bracelet doesn't give her that. It doesn't give Kamala that much power.
0: Yeah, but Kamala's a little bit different because she's, well, we find out Kamala's a mutant, but she's not really a Kree. Like, a Kree, as we see in this film, can get punched in the face by Nick Fury and repetitively and shot and sort of shrug it off a bit. You know what right. I mean? Whereas like they're kind of like... Way more powerful humans, even though the Kree again—it's like they're blue, but then there's Jude Law, who's the whitest of the whities. You know what I mean? It's sort of, <laughs> sort of odd, sort of really odd what the Kree are up to. But I mean, yeah, whatever. Um But
1: yeah, anyway, biggest.
0: Captain of the Marvel. Yeah, I oh, know. I'm with you. Captain Marvel has these amazing powers that allow her to t- teleport from one spa- side of fucking space to the other. Yet yeah, when she needs to, like get the drop on someone and snap next she's just hang on (laughs) (laughs) no one else used their powers okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh my god i can't believe how much i'm hating on this film but still enjoyed it question number eight which character from this film has ended up in hospital for sex related injuries
1: goose it's got to be a goose. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do not want to know. I can't. Okay. Believe,
1: I can't believe goose hasn't landed up in what his? animal
0: hospital has he not yeah. gone to the vet for sex-related injuries. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. That he's used hasn't used up his nine lives by now.
0: This podcast is taking a turn. There's the much you answer. <laughs> Let's move on before Stacey elaborates on what sort of sex-related injuries Goose might have ended up in. Well, you know what the cats vets are for like. I'm not a cat person. I have no idea what cats get up to in their sex life, Stacey.
1: (laughs) Neither do I. But But choice. There are a lot of them.
0: (laughs) Do you need to go to bed? Yes. Uh, The one for me is that when you lose eyesight, you kind of also lose depth perception. So I'm figuring Nick Fury, after he lost his eye, probably had a few awkward (laughs) encounters. Aiming things into the right location that they're supposed to go in
1: my God. Sure. <laughs> yep. Got a answer as any at this point.
0: <laughs> pretty much. Question nine.
1: How would you have incorporated Nick Cage into this movie?
0: Have you noticed how I always rigged this so that you ask that question?
1: Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Well done.
0: <laughs> uh, alternate reality, we see that Maria Rambeau is still alive and has adopted Captain Marvel. The rank or the you know, title of Captain Marvel was basically Captain Marvel. We also see Beast, but we don't see Nick Fury. Imagine if Nick Fury was played by Nicolas Cage. <laughs>
1: that would be a good one.
0: What would be even better is if he was played by David Hasselhoff, which David Hasselhoff played Nick Fury in a very shitty film from the 90s.
1: Really? Well,
0: Nick Fury used to be white. He used to be a white guy. <gasps>
1: And okay. then in the
0: early two thousands, in a reboot of Marvel Team Up comics, I believe they approached Samuel L. Jackson and said, "Do you mind if we use your likeness for Nick Fury? We're trying to rejig the Marvel, make it you know, awesome, relevant, better. yeah, <laughs> modernize it, yeah." And so Nick Fury's likeness was then based mm. on Samuel L. Jackson. Well, Samuel L. Jackson's likeness was used for Nick Fury. So interesting. But so I want to see Nick Cage and Nick Fury. I think that'd be fucking hilarious. It would be. What about you? How would you put a Cage into your life?
1: Not <laughs> not my life. Just a scene or two scenes in this movie. He could have been that dude in the space office or whatever that place. There.
0: Oh, the guy that's like 300 years old or whatever? <laughs>
1: the guy that's like 300 years old. Talking about his retirement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Talking about his um, retirement plan um, and seemed to kind of know something about what was going on but even still gets eaten by a cat.
0: That was another biggest load of bullshit, right? Like you, You've gone to space, and your first thing that you want to do is give retirement tips to a random astronaut you've never met before. You know, Kamala Khan's dad. What's he up to? What's he doing?
1: Well, he's hustling, man. He needs to make some more money and get some How's more he commission? making money off
0: telling a guy to invest in shit?
1: Or he might be a financial advisor. He True, might he yeah. might be able to sign them up and get some commission and so he can fix his house up. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is.
0: That's probably right. Okay, question number ten, realistically question number ten, realistically, at what point should have the main character died? And by main character, which one? Any of them. Let's pick any of them. Yeah. And I'm gonna Stacey, why don't you lead us off? Because there's no one else to fucking pick. Where? Stacey, what do you reckon?
1: <laughs> um, well, this is a really tough one because the main characters just shouldn't die. Right? Because they're so powerful if, they're, if we are believing what they're telling us. Yeah. So this question doesn't really apply to this movie.
0: I reckon the movie would have been better for it if Rambo was toast
1: when she went through the time-space rip thing.
0: I, I genuinely got excited and went, oh, shit, Marvel's taking a fucking launch here because I really want to see a movie of these girls again. But, man, this would be insane if they kill off Monica Rambeau.
1: Mm, it s- certainly would have been. And they didn't. No.
0: They just pumped her full of light and sent her into another universe.
1: Yeah, to to have a whole other, what do they call it, Seventy-five millionth phase of Marvel going.
0: <laughs> How does it feel knowing that Fern's grandchildren will be watching phase <laughs> five thousand of Marvel, and they'll probably talk about lo and Hold, their legendary great grandfather that got them into this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Introduce them to all the characters.
0: Pretty much. Anyway, that takes me over to my personal questions. First question, would you run away from being eaten by a flurkin, or would you just embrace the dry tongue? <laughs> <laughs> if I know my Stacey, she just embraces a dry tongue.
1: Yeah, I'd probably just be curled up in a ball on the floor during this whole entire thing. Even just going up to space, I would just be like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to be the first one eaten
0: I need a wine I need some chocolate <laughs> Are my kids here? No, okay, well I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly fine <laughs> The idea that these flurken laid eggs all over the fucking spaceship would be enough for you to freak out You'd be like, it's too dirty up here
1: What is happening? <laughs> it's disgusting Terrible hospitality
0: I'd embrace the dry tongue um, my, my next question Whatever happened to Andala? Because they were trying to fight to protect Captain Marvel's husband. And then they just were like, we've got to get out of here. And they just left.
1: The prince. Yeah. Mm.
0: Do you reckon they're all dead?
1: No. Well, maybe they just didn't take all the water. <laughs> so they're all right. They're just not 99.86%
0: water or whatever it was. They're just now 69% <laughs> yeah. water.
1: Yeah. So they'll be fine. Just, you know, they'll just adjust. <laughs>
0: Suddenly, got a lot more land
1: yeah they're expanding
0: uh question number 13 how long do you reckon it would take for me and you to synchronize our powers because these girls do it in the course of one ride
1: yeah yeah N- like uh, never it would take so long
0: It's get, get, <laughs> after our weekend where we clearly can't even synchronize as a because we've got a young child boy who seems to kill himself the second that me me and you look away from him where he tries to climb into a pool where he tries to throw himself off a deck he tries to do something the second we me and you look away because the other one we think oh the other one's watching him nope (laughs) (laughs) Nope, no one's watching him. no one's watching him
1: (laughs) see okay here's the thing i think that for a start our powers would have to be similar all the same for us to start synchronising
0: they are and we've the, got the same power it's annoying the shit out of people on a podcast <laughs> yeah. boring them stupid yeah. okay
1: alright yes <laughs> on
0: that note let's move on not winning any hair awards that's another one <laughs> hey speak <laughs> <Think> for yourself <laughs> I do love your ginger hair <laughs> it's a lie Uh my final question <laughs> oh man I do no I do I just, I'm joking. It's a lie. I do love your ginger hair. It's, it's, it reminds me of you know oh, beautiful things up. like scorched earth. and <laughs> just going to keep moving on before I get found <laughs> in a rubbish dump in about 42 different pieces. Uh, final, final question from me. Is this the MCU's most lacklustre villain? You touched on it. You mentioned that you didn't find her that interesting.
1: I didn't find her that interesting, but I don't think she's the most lacklustre. For example, I can't even remember any other Marvel villains.
0: Really? You can't remember Thanos.
1: Okay, okay, Thanos, sure, he's a big one. But apart from that, no.
0: You can't remember the Winter Soldier.
1: Vaguely. Loki. Is he a baddie? Are they baddies?
0: Yes, they're baddies. Well, they were to start with. (laughs) Loki was in the first Avengers movie. You you can't remember Uh, Loki. Oh,
1: he's not that
0: bad now, is he? What about Justin Hammer?
1: Who's Justin Hammer? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
0: What about Whiplash? Mickey Rourke's character in Iron Man 2. What, mm-hmm. a, what about Guy Pierce in the Extremis group?
1: Guy Pierce.
0: Yeah, in Iron Man 3. Oh,
1: yeah. Now, see, I can't remember any of those guys. So...
0: What about Ego, <laughs> the living planet and Guardians of the Galaxy oh, 2? Oh, yeah, that
1: was quite a good one.
0: What about Ronan the Accuser in Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> 1?
1: Hmm. Yeah, okay. I think she just fits right in.
0: What about Fuzzbuzz the gopher and <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Strange Seventeen? <laughs> she does fit in. It's it's kind of sad. She is very lackluster. But I feel like I feel like this is the biggest problem of the MCU is we've now seen the heights it can get to, and we expect it to be that high. So we expect to have a Thanos level memorable villain each time, and we're not going to get that. We're she- not.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, she's not that lackluster because she can fend off three heroes with only one bracelet.
0: Yeah, come on. But you know, by meaning lackluster, i meaning like no one's going to remember her, no one's going to give a shit. Yeah,
1: I don't even know what her name is to be honest.
0: You yeah, Darbin or something like that.
1: Did anyone refer to her by that during the entire film?
0: I did a few times.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're just sitting in the theater going Darbin. Oh,
0: Darbin. <laughs> Is that her name? Let's just double-check that. (laughs) Yeah, Darben. There we go. That was right. Moves us over to your questions. What do you got, Stace?
1: Is this story only suitable for female characters?
0: No. What? I mean, it it works really well with female characters, don't get me wrong. And I feel like the sisterhood of them coming together, learning how to work together, all that sort of stuff, you're not really going to get that with guys. But, like, let's go back to the original Avengers movie. It's Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor. It's those three coming together. They're the trinity. They're the ones that we see throw down with Thanos at the end of Endgame before the rest (laughs) of the guys show up. We can see trios, three musketeers, three blind mice, three testicles. Guys are used to this. (laughs) Okay,
1: but they don't have to share powers. They all show up and be their own person and have their own powers and their own ego trips all over the place. Imagine having to share.
0: Yeah, okay, I get you there. Because some guys probably do wish they could swap with other guys but they're not going to admit to that in public.
1: <laughs> and embrace it and make an yeah. action plan together going, how can we switch around and make this work That's for true. us? It's true. Figure out they're a way to fight swap it. with they, your mates. Exactly. They're going to fight over it the whole time. That whole um spaceship ride you know where the girls are doing their practice runs of how they're going to manage this the guys will be figuring out how they can just win it on their own
0: i yeah (laughs) now that i think about it i definitely do not want to be swapped in when much or spank is using their powers (laughs) eesh
1: exactly Okay, my next question is about neckbeards, which we've mentioned already. Sam, as a neckbeard yourself... What
0: the fuck? That's <laughs> not in the question.
1: At not a what, neckbeard. At what point did this What's film on? make Beards all of the internet want to rant all over social media?
0: I think it was the hiring of Brie Larson. What? That was like five movies ago. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but the fact that they haven't... Kevin Feige or Kevin Feige no exactly it they've been calling for a head since day one who do they want to replace her oh fucking I don't know whoever they're in love with at the moment I've got no idea but they just hate Brie Larson the internet hates Brie Larson go on YouTube search Brie Larson sucks you'll probably get more returns than you will about, you know, ancient Rome or something that people should actually be learning about or something, yeah. intri- or climate change or something really, actually interesting.
1: It's <laughs> fucking, you know what I mean? It's really impacting all of our lives.
0: Yeah, exactly. No, instead, they need to know about how the cast of uh, Avengers hated Brie Larson, how everyone hates Brie Larson, all this sort of shit. Brie Larson said some stuff. And if you take offense to that type of stuff, you need to go talk to someone. Okay, it's
1: question 17. Sam, would you like to see a sequel of this? Yes. Aha. Uh-huh.
0: Of course I would. I think these three have amazing chemistry. I'd like yeah. to see them working together. I'd expand on this. I'd go A-Force, which, uh, for people that read the comics, that is an all-female superhero team.
1: Who else is in it? Are these guys in it? Or-
0: oh, I feel like at the Marvelers, uh, It's mainly focused around She-Hulk. Oh. She sort of brings them together.
1: Interesting.
0: Which we get that bit at the end where we see Ms. Marvel approaching Kate Bishop and saying, I'm putting together a team. Oh. Did you know Ant-Man had a daughter? That's actually Young Avengers. Yes. That's something different. So Kate right. Bishop got first introduced in Young Avengers, which was her and Cassie Lang as Stature and a couple of other Hulkling. Not that anyone's going to know who he is and not related to the Hulk at all. I'm trying to think of somebody else. There was a version of Kang for those that are keeping up. <laughs> There was a version of Kang in the Young Avengers, so it's kind of like they're doing a Young Avengers, I reckon.
1: Hmm, interesting.
0: Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see them do Young Avengers maybe with Maria Rambo and Captain Marvel in a mentorship role.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Okay, question 18. We've already touched on this a little. Three heroes have their powers entangled in this film. What three heroes would be the worst trio to become entangled?
0: Okay, do you remember Werewolf by Night, the TV show that we watched, the TV movie that we watched about? You know, the guy was a werewolf. It was all in black and white. It was a Marvel film. Oh, there was Elsa Bloodstone, and there vaguely. was a, so there was a character in there, Manfing, who lives in a fucking swamp. Could you? Okay. What I'm trying to imagine for you is, I'm sitting there on the couch. I use my powers, and then I get transported. Into a swamp? No, no. Somebody gets replaced. So so you're sitting there on the couch. Boom. A giant creature has now swapped places with me and he (laughs) smells like the swamp. (laughs) That'd be pretty bad, right?
1: That would be terrible.
0: The next worst one would be the character Punisher. He's He's just a very angry man. And I don't think you'd enjoy much being sat on a couch beside him. But the worst one by far would be the Human Torch. Did you
1: imagine? <laughs> I thought you were the human torch.
0: I am, but I don't burst into flames. I just yeah. burn internally with a burning fire of heat. Makes me hate hot countries, but love the winter. Yes, cool. And then usually, with that, takes us down to question twenty, a patron question. But somehow, Stacey's Chuck another all answer question into this. <laughs> yeah, well, because we needed one. Yeah, I love the jumble. What's the question, Stace? Okay, so this
1: movie has been nominated for an award. What award is it?
0: Movies that could be saved by an edit.
1: Hmm, curious as to what edit that would be.
0: I feel like the biggest problem for this is that we don't really know who the villain is or what they want or anything until late into the film, and I feel like it's written in there as like a big reveal and like a big twist, but this film doesn't need it.
1: No, we just need to know what's happening. (laughs)
0: Clearly established from the start, we see that we start with a scene where she's on Hela after the events of Captain Marvel. She's trying to protect her friends and family, all that sort of stuff. We see her get you know, rocks land on her head, and we see the motivation for why she hates Captain Marvel. And then we then cut through scenes of civil war, the, country, the planet turning to shit, cuts to modern time, and we realize that she's there to fuck things up. You know what I mean? Like, she's there to destroy Brie Larson's world. She wants to go around, destroy all these planets and stuff like that. It gets played out like, oh, I'm just here to talk to the scrolls, and you guys made me do this and all this other mm. shit. Fuck all that. Yeah. We need to know she's evil from the start. I mean, most people do know she's evil from the start, but it took a long time before her motivations were made clear and it was sort of like, oh. Like, the plot to it's reveal could be that she's sucking out all the, you know, like, resources from places and mm. Earth's next, but, mm. like...
1: Yeah, so um, <laughs> based on that angry rant, the award was what?
0: <laughs> Movies that could be saved by an edit. I reckon there's a really good movie sitting here. Yeah, the other one is that we don't really see these emotional scenes get played out for as long as they should do. You know, mm. like like we see the scroll planet getting destroyed mm. and Breeze like, oh, you know, we can't save everyone. And Ms. Marvel's like, mm. And it's just like And the then we
1: we'll just move on onto the next thing next... and it's like, whoa, we don't even get a moment to just absorb the gravity of that.
0: Yeah. Yes, I think They're that... trying to keep it light hearted, right? Mm. I think that's the problem is you can't have too much serious shit in a movie that's supposed to be kinda light hearted.
1: Lighthearted and there's a massive tear in the time space <laughs> continuum. That's kind of major and planets are having all of their resources sucked off them. So there's a bad way of describing it.
0: How do I become a planet? <laughs> I kind of want to have my resource sucked off me.
1: <laughs> hey, look, my award. Just moving right along. I think this movie is nominated for an award <laughs> for for award for being in the best female-led superhero stories.
0: Okay. <laughs> Let's just touch on that for a second. So we've got this movie, we've got Captain Marvel, and we've got Wonder Woman, right? Mm-hmm. If we're we putting together a top ten. Mm. Three pretty decent films. Let's, let's then start delving into what's next. Electra. What? But bar- Barb Wire. Uh, Wonder Woman 84. W- what other films are you going to round out your top ten there, Stacey? Oh, we're not doing a top Woman.
1: ten. There's just a three nominees and a winner.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'd totally move on if I was you as well. Uh, question number 20. Is, well, in that case, it's the winner. <laughs> uh, sure. Final question is a Patreon question. It comes courtesy of our mate Chris Yeenie. We love your work, Chris. Chris's question, what on-the-nose song would you drop into this movie and where? Before we get into it, this movie did a great job of that by dropping the cats song into the Flurkin scene. I <laughs> did it? One of the songs from Cats, that. yeah. Memory oh. all alone in the
1: moon. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Now that you say that.
0: What about WAP? What about of WAP was dropped into the flurken scene? Because their tongues were very wet. What? You know WAP? No. Cardi B song. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs>
0: And also, chucking in Intergalactic by Beastie Boys was a little bit on the nose. Hey, I've got one, actually, before you jump okay, in. Okay, yeah. I would have gone with, inter uh, rather than Intergalactic, I would have gone with Beastie Boys, body moving, body moving. <laughs> we were getting down <laughs> with so Castle body moving. Every time they're, you know, like sinking. Yeah. When they're yeah. sinking up. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's a good one. Okay, so in the scene at the end of the movie where Captain Marvel fulfills her promise and goes back and restarts the. Pre-sun. What's their planet called?
0: Hello. Hello. Top quality preparation.
1: <laughs> we could just have champagne supernova.
0: Like a champagne supernova in the sky. Yeah. Someday you
1: will find me. <laughs> oh, you're making it sound so annoying. Well, that's the idea. It's um, supposed to be. Cancel the- that.
0: He <laughs> eject. eject.
1: <laughs>
0: anyway, that does take us down to the end. Thank you so much to everybody for listening. Thank you again to our Patreons for providing us a couple of questions. Love your work. Uh, upcoming episodes, Liz really wants to do Forrest Gump, so we're meant to be doing that. Me and Kahu have been talking about doing Robocop, but we keep getting postponed. That seems to be the movie that we keep talking about always doing, but never did. Similar to early on in the podcast days, we used to talk about doing a Ben Affleck movie the next podcast, but we never did actually did a Ben Affleck movie. <laughs>
1: oh, we have, to, we, have, we have to do one now.
0: Oh, fuck off. I never, I'm, not, I'm not doing a Ben Affleck movie. But yeah, we open up to our ideas. Our Christmas episode will be every Christmas movie ever. Should be quite fun. Liz is flying up for that in a couple of weeks. Almost completely forgot about it. Shit. Anyway, um, yeah, if you want to get a hold of us, you can find us on, uh, send us an email at tq's at gmail.com or just find us on Facebook, Instagram at movie reviews and queues or on Twitter slash X at MovieReviewsIn, although we don't really seem to use Twitter anymore because who does? Anyway, that's thanks for me. Thanks, bye.